Super Talk Mississippi media production. Big game in Starkville this Saturday. Conference opener for Mississippi State. Kentucky coming off of a loss to Florida. I, I would define it as must win. We'll find out what John Hale of the Louisville Courier Journal has to think about it. Although, I'll be honest with you. If you want to skip this and preview Liverpool-Chelsea, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'd be way more interested in that. I know, but, you know, right? we got to do what we got to do. It's not what they pay us to do. You're right, you're right. All right, looking at Kentucky, obviously a tough loss. Uh, but it, I, I don't think when you looked at Kentucky at the beginning of the season, that you probably thought they were going to be 2-1 and one coming into this game. You know, Florida is just, if you're a top-10 team, you would expect that. Has anything you've seen from Kentucky to this point surprised you? Well, I mean, I'm, I was a little surprised at how Cyrus Smith played. Obviously, going into the year, you thought that it was going to be Terry Wilson throughout the entire season, and he has an injury, and then the big concern is what can they do with a backup quarterback? Is he going to be good enough for them to still win games? And he wasn't perfect by any means. He's got to you know, fix some of the turnover problems that had you know, plagued him a little bit last week, but I came away from that thinking he's good enough for Kentucky to be competitive. And basically every game on the schedule left other than maybe Georgia and given the struggles of the rest of the East, given the two teams they get from the West and how they've played so far, I mean, Kentucky's, you know, and there's a, a, a scenario where Kentucky wins 10 games without ever beating a team that's ranked in the top 25, which is crazy considering the SEC and what you normally associate with it. So that, that if anything, was surprising to me. I think the rest of it is basically we've seen what we expected. The, the wide receivers have been better maybe than we thought, uh, which is a, a big point of progress for them, but the secondary and on defense has been a concern and uh, some of the other things that we were assumed that might be problems going into the season have have played out that way through three games you mentioned you know Sawyer Smith taking over for Terry Wilson after that horrible injury that he suffered he's out for the season you know Wilson a great running quarterback I think Sawyer more of a passer just how different is the Kentucky offense with Sawyer Smith in there yeah the coaches keep telling us it's not different at all they're running the same playbook Uh, you're right though that I mean, Sawyer, he can run, and there's some clips going around from when he was at Troy. He had like a 60-yard run against Nebraska, which was kind of an improvised play, I think, more than anything. And maybe some blown coverage on Nebraska's part, but he's mobile enough to get out there and make some plays with his legs, but he's nowhere close to what Terry Wilson was as a runner, especially with his speed and his agility and all those things. So it's it's definitely an adjustment in that part of it, and he does, I think, throw probably a better deep ball than Terry does. He's more aggressive in his passing game than Terry was certainly last year. We you know didn't get to see a lot of Terry this year to know how he had improved in that part of his game. But it seems like maybe that part of the offense has opened up a little more based on just what we've seen through him for a game and you know a quarter uh, against Eastern Michigan. So I think they are going to throw it more, but they've still got you know two or three running backs they feel really good about. Sawyer can run at times. He's good enough at the read option uh, to where he's still a threat to keep it. So I think the offense in general is going to stay pretty similar. If State's able to limit Lynn Bowden, and I know that's going to be the, uh, the the focus of that of State's defense this weekend, who does Kentucky have to step up? I know about Cavassier Smoke, who I, we talked about last time, the greatest name in college football. But who else is out there for them that that can you know be a playmaker for the Wildcats this weekend? Yeah, Smoke's one of those guys. AJ Rose, the other running back, uh, has the potential to do that. He's you know some Kentucky fans want Smoke to take a larger share of the carries, but AJ has a longer track record and you know it's been pretty good in short yard situations outside of the fourth and one they missed in the beginning of the fourth quarter against Florida so he's going to stay involved and they need him to play well the receiver who's really stepped up those are three games is Ahmad Wagner he played basketball at Iowa for three years transferred to Kentucky last year kind of spent most of last season learning 
football again and just getting back into the, the fold of things he told me at one point he you know he didn't even know how to get better at football he had to ask his teammates like what drills do you do to improve your skills in basketball you just go in and take shots and and you know, practice dribbling and you're in good shape he, he didn't know that in football so he needed some time and it appears that has paid off he's been excellent through three games this year he's got this incredible knack to where i think he's been targeted 14 or 15 times across two seasons and has drawn eight pass interference penalties he's just a huge guy who defensive backs have a lot of trouble um kind of defending he's got two touchdown passes from sawyer smith already the first pass sawyer threw against eastern michigan at kentucky went for a touchdown to wagner threw a pass interference penalty and then last week against florida made one of the better catches you'll ever see in the end zone uh, through which probably should have been pass interference, but didn't throw, throw the flag, and he ended up making this kind of juggling one-handed catch. So he's the guy who's really stepped up, and uh, I think as he emerges, if you give more attention to Lynn Bowden, Wagner's almost always going to be one-on-one on the outside, and it's, it's proven so far that he's a he's a guy that's really difficult to defend in those situations. Kentucky giving him about 200, almost 270 yards passing per game uh, defensively. Do you attribute that more to you know Josh Allen being gone and they're not getting that ferocious pass rush as, as much, or is the secondary just not as good this year for Kentucky? I think it's the secondary is the biggest part of that. Obviously, losing Josh Allen is going to play a lot of pieces on defense. It's going to make your defense overall worse, but they've gotten a decent pass rush from a variety of areas. That's kind of their strategy this year. Instead of having one guy who's doing everything, bring it from different positions and, and that's been fairly effective but the secondary they lost uh, their top six defensive backs from the last year their entire entire starting four uh, the one guy who had experience coming back this year Devontae Robinson uh, tore his quad right before camp started is out for the season then you look at a game like last week and you've got uh, your starting free safety Yusuf Corker gets ejected for targeting in the first uh, first quarter so he's out for the rest of the game and the guy who comes in and backs him up Tosh Dodson gets hurt in the second half so you're down basically to your four-string free safety, and they're really just handcuffed in what they could call because obviously your four-string guy doesn't get a lot of practice reps during the week and doesn't know the defense very well. So they were kind of just hoping it was bend but don't break, and Florida really kind of tore them apart, just you know, dinking and dunking down the field and, and getting into position. There's some hope that maybe some of those young defensive backs, they start, you know, uh, a couple redshirt freshmen, a sophomore who's barely played at all, a junior college transfer, uh, couple true freshmen are in the mix now that maybe as those guys get more reps they'll get better and, and learn some of these mistakes but for now uh, it's a real concern all right i said at the beginning of the interview i think this is a must-win game for, for i think it's for both teams for, if they want to have the kind of season they want to have you know obviously this isn't a national championship thing or anything like that but but for these two teams that want to be eight nine win teams i see this as a must-win game do you agree with that assessment or do you think one team or the other could, could survive a, a loss here and still have a great season? I mean, I think Kentucky could probably survive and still have a great season just because of the way the schedule is set up right now. I mean, we've seen every other team other than Georgia in the East look vulnerable. Kentucky's remaining two non-conference games are UT Martin and Louisville, obviously the, an FCS team and a team that's coming off a terrible season. And then they also get Arkansas from the West, which is not good. So, I mean, they could lose to Mississippi State and theoretically – still get to eight, nine wins. The concern is, after the way you lost last week, if you lose at Mississippi State this week, then you go at South Carolina next week, which maybe is the next hardest game on the schedule behind Georgia after this one, then you have a real risk of of maybe losing three in a row. And at that point, it's going to be October. Kentucky fans are going to check out because it's going to be big blue madness and basketball season and all those things. The interest is going to be 
pretty low. How do you deal with that? The second half of the schedule is really easy. But by that point, maybe nobody cares, and you've got to figure out how you get young guys to stay engaged. So I, I think it's a really, really important game. It's, if they lose, it's not the end of the world, but it becomes much difficult. All right. John Hale from the Louisville Courier-Journal. We'll see him in the press box on Saturday. Thanks so much for joining me, man. I appreciate the time. No problem. Thanks for having me. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.